Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I am excited to be here with you guys. We're here with a solo episode today, and we are going to dive into what the planets mean in your human design chart. So this is a question I get asked a lot. People want to know what do, and the planets, just so you know, if you're looking at the human design chart, there are two rows of numbers and glyphs on the right side and the left side of the chart. They run all the way down, and they run down each side. One represents probably probably says personality on the right, and then it says design on the left. And each of the glyphs, the little icons that are there next to the number in each of the boxes, um, those glyphs represent a particular celestial body. So it'll be, it could be a star. It could be, so there's the sun, the earth. Um, and then we, we go down, uh, I'll read through them all and give you kind of the lay of the land here, but this is a fun way to contemplate the specific energies of your chart. So we talk about type, we talk about the centers, we talk about your authority, of course, your profile. Um, and each of these planets has an element of a profile to it as well. So this is how human design helps to really dig into what makes you so unique. We're not just talking about, I mean, we talk about type. That's the biggest bucket and that's the easiest place to start and it gives you your strategy. That's why it's so important. But as we get into these finer details, then we really start to explore what makes you the total unique being that you are, why nobody else can be like you, why certain things are challenges for you, why you shine a certain way, and why people are attracted to you for certain things and in certain ways. All of this can be at least, uh, at least opened up through understanding your human design chart. I'm really careful about pointing people like, this is your purpose, or this is what this is going to be for you, or um, because th that's all there, but it, it's so subjective to how, how, what it means to you. I can tell you what I see, but ultimately it's going to be about what does hearing that, what does that, that little activation that we're having in a reading or in a conversation, what does that open up in you with greater contemplation, with you noticing, with your awareness, what does it open up in you? And that's what the planets can really start to do. We can start to see not just that you have this energy, but the flavor, because each of the planets represents something different. Each of the planets has its own flavor, has its own unique expression. So it's not just that you have gate 63, but it's where do you have gate 63 that really is, is what's going to start to bring forth those ahas, those, those big epiphanies where you're like, I see why this is such a huge theme in my life, or I see how this has been showing up. And that's the work of both human design, and this is really what centers around the gene keys. The gene keys, they focus on, um, and I'm a gene keys guide. So when I work with somebody on gene keys, and I, I use them both together, I use human design and, and gene keys together. But when we work on somebody's gene keys, and we're going through their sequences, or we're opening up these particular energies, where what we're doing is we're focusing on very specific themes, and how that gate shows up 
in that theme in your life. So not only does this, you know, like I said, not only does gate 63 show up in your chart, but does it show up in your unconscious Mars, which is going to have a very different energy to it than if it's in your conscious sun. Now you might have those placements. They might be the same. It might be 63 in both of those places. Then it's going to be these two themes that 63 is showing up for you. So I want to, what I want to do with this episode is rattle through, go through each of the, each of the placements and what they mean and give you a background on that. And just, just kind of highlight each one, just what the flavor of each of these different planets activations is for you and for everyone. Um, and before I do that, I'm going to go into just, just why we look at these and, and how it affects us and a little bit about like the background on, you know, the science side of how this is affecting us. Why, if you have a gate, a specific gate in your moon, why that affects you and, and how that actually ends up being an energy for you. So my moon is in gate 53 or my, my one of them, um, in my, in my, in my gate 53, why is it that gate 53 affects me in the way that it does? Why is it that that has that, has that effect on me? And we're going to go through that background before we start. I just want to call out and let y'all know, um, please check out nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links. That always has the most up-to-date information that we have going on. So what contests are we running? What information do we have out there? What free guides, what paid programs do we have coming up? All of that can be found on that page. So that's just a great place for you to check in. Um, we will actually be having a wait list for a particular, um, for something that we have coming up. We have something really, really exciting coming up. We've heard from a lot of people that some of our programs have been a bit advanced, a bit far along for some people, and they'd like to have kind of a first step or something that's getting you started with human design. So we have something cooking and we're very, very excited about it. And if you would like to be on the wait list to be the first to hear about it and to get special pricing and all of the fun things, um, then please join the wait list. And you can find that at nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links. And you can see that that will be right at the top there. Um, so let's dive into the episode. So please go check all of that out. Grab our free guides, grab all of that stuff. We have lots of free goodies for you. Um, and please sign up for that wait list if you'd like to know what we have coming down the pike. It's very, very exciting. Um, so let's get started. So let's first start start talking about what how the planets actually affect us. So before we get into the specific planets and stars and all of that, let's talk about just how this actually works. So, and, and this was helpful for me to understand just, just what we're talking about. So we give you a chart, but how is it that, that that's your chart? What does that really mean? So beyond just how I explain it, but how is it that this chart gives me who I am and starts to influence who I am in this world and how I interact with people and all of this stuff? How is that the case? So what we're really talking about is imprinting. We're talking about imprinting at the time of your birth. So that's why we get your birth time and your birthplace. Birthplace is really only used to determine your um, the time zone of where you lived. So we can get a we can get a consistent time zone. So we can convert it to the UTC time. So everybody's chart is being uh, calculated in the correct timing. Um, but we're taking that that imprint at the time of your birth. 
And then we're also doing a second calculation. That's the design side. So the left side of your chart is calculated by taking the birth time. And then we're going 88 degrees from the sun, roughly 88 days before you were born. And we're taking another calculation because we're looking at an imprint of when you came into the world and a very specific imprint of your consciousness when you were in the womb. Now, when we say imprint, how are you being imprinted? Basically, what we're talking about there is a, without going into a full science explanation science class here, I'm going to talk to you about um, a, a tiny, tiny particle called a neutrino. Neutrinos are kind of like stardust. They are particles of the sun. They are particles of exploded stars and things like that. It's like stardust. And they travel through the universe and they travel through things. Um, they say that if you hold your hand up to the sun in two seconds, some crazy number of millions and millions of particle of neutrinos pass right through you. They are, they are so tiny. They are not there. You, you can't see them, but they're energy. Um, but they do carry a tiny, tiny infinitesimal amount of mass. Now, why is that important? Because they carry information and, and they're carrying that information by passing through things. They are picking up information. And if you think about information, um, as having, that's kind of a debate in, in, in scientific circles right now of whether information has mass. And so in human design, we do believe that it does. Um, that is kind of what some of this is built on. But if you think about a hard drive in your computer, when it's empty, it weighs less than when it's full. So it's very interesting to think about, to, to think about energy in this way. And we're going back, this is kind of a build on of, of Einstein's work on, and his work on energy. So what we're talking about here, the, in, the neutrinos that are traveling through, they travel through the planets and then they carry the information from those planets. They carry that imprinting through us. So at the time of your birth, this is where the neutrino stream was. So these planets were in these, these placements in the solar system and the neutrino stream, when you came into, when you came into being on this earth, this was the imprinting. This was the this was the cosmic alignment of what was happening at that time. And neutrinos are passing through us all the time. And there are different amounts varying. We're always getting the most neutrinos, the most energy from the sun. We're always getting the most energy from the sun. So that's why our sun gate, our sun's energy, our conscious sun and our unconscious sun are the biggest the, the biggest themes in our lives, because that's where we got the most information from at the time of our birth. Okay. So that is just a very quick little science, uh, explanation of how, why we're talking about the planets, how it works, how the neutrinos influence the expression of these gates for us and how they carry information and how they're passing through us all the time. And they're, they're leaving that deposit, that imprint of the information that they were carrying. Okay. So now let's get into, let's get into the, what all of those glyphs are on the sides of your, of your human design charts. I'm going to give you, we don't have time to go into them each in depth because, because there, there are quite a few, but what we're going to do is we're, we're going to go through and I'll give you the highlight, the theme of them all. Okay. So let's start off with the sun at the top, every single chart, the top one, it's going to look like a little circle. That is our sun. That's the sun gate. This is 70% of your energy. Um, and the theme, it's the theme of your life. 
It's who you're here to be. It's the light that you're meant to shine in this world. It's the light that you naturally shine when you're in the light of it. And when we are in the shadow of it, that's going to have a really big theme for us as well. It's going to carry the most charge. It's going to color who we are very much so. So it's the reason why in a lot of my work, we start with the sun gates and we make sure that those are in the highest expression that they can be, that we're starting to notice when we dip into shadow because it's 70% of our energy. Now, I, I would also want to say that that now we're going to drop down into the second one, which is the earth. The earth's energy um, is the polarity point of the sun. So it's the opposite. So no matter what your sun is, so the sun determines what the earth energy is, what the earth gate is. So my conscious sun is gate 64. The opposite of gate 64 is gate 63. They just happen to be next to each other. That's not how they all are. Um, so 64 and 63, those are polarities. They are opposites. And that's why sun and earth are used, are, are really their partners, so to speak. And they ultimately, they make up the 70%. We're talking about the conscious sun and the conscious earth, unconscious sun, unconscious earth. That's where we're getting that 70% number. It's why our incarnation cross are these four gates. So the sun's energy is the light that you're here to shine, like who you're here to really be and, and step into the light of your being. Um, the earth energy is what grounds, it's, it's grounding, it is grounding to the light. It is, it's what holds us down. It's how we, ultimately how we manifest things. We, we could be the light, but is that really grounded in, in this other energy, this opposite energy that's ultimately going to hold it down, that's going to bring it down. Um, I always think about it like how, how we can bring the light into form. How can we bring our light and our like higher purpose into our higher genius and our higher path into this lived experience each day. They, they work in tandem. Then if you go underneath it, it looks like an upside down horseshoe. That is a, your North node. Now we have the two nodes here. These are the nodes of the moon and the North node represents, these are geometry. These are when we talk about your life path, the South node is just beneath it. The South node looks like a horseshoe. That's like a U and then the north node is above it, and that looks like the upside-down U up, or like an upside-down horseshoe. The south node, I'm going to start there. I'm going to start at the lower one because it's a little bit easier to see the trajectory, but it's your life path. The south node sort of represents where you've been, what you came into this life with, and then the north node represents where you're going. The theme after you're about 35 years old, you have this cosmic, this cosmic shift that's taking you from where you've always been. And these themes of the North Node start to have a bigger effect and you start to see them playing out more. They're both always there, but you're going to see it shift from the emphasis being on South to the emphasis being on the North Node. It is the trajectory and the arc of your life, of your life story. Then underneath it, we have the moon. And the moon's energy is, there. there's a lot of, um, there's a theme of your sexuality, um, there's emotions here. It's what drives you. It's a very subconscious sort of thing that both affects your, um, your relationships. You might see the theme of how it, how it reflects your inner drive, what drives you on an unconscious level. 
and ultimately how that is influencing the relationships that you have. Um, then the Mercury gate, then we have our Mercury and that guy looks like a little, a little man with horns kind of, um, this is the, the, this Mercury is the planet of communication. So this is an activation that, that kind of tells you what you are here to communicate and share. And now we have these on the design side and on the personality side. So we have it consciously and unconsciously. So those themes change a little bit, but the, the general theme is the same overall. You're just talking about an unconscious theme and a conscious theme. So something that's going to feel more like your personality and the other part that's going to feel like something that's running a little bit under the hood, something that is more needed than wanted. Um, something that happens automatically is unconscious. The personality is something that we kind of, we, we might be engineering more. We might be more consciously aware of. So the Mercury gate, we're talking about what we, what we're here to communicate and share. The personality is going to be what you want to share and the, the, the design side is going to be a little bit more of what you feel like you need to share. Um, that can be one way of differentiating those. Um, Venus is the next one. That just looks like a little guy, kind of. Um, Venus is the planet of values, morality, what you value. Um, uh, it does have a theme in relationships and a bit in prosperity. The way that we look at it um, in human design is, is more about your, your values and, um, it's very artistic. It's very feminine energy. Now, Mars is the planet of action. It's the planet of, in Gene Keys, we look at the unconscious Mars as your vocation and also your core wound. And what we're really looking at here is this is, it, it can be seen as immature energy. So there's, there's somewhat of a, of an arc to Mars as a, the greatest lesson of our lives. So some people refer to it like as little, little brother energy, how like little brother can go through this evolution in life that, and, and be seen, um, and step into manhood. So rather than thinking about that gender, uh, in a, in a gender based way, but this energy, um, like in Gene Keys, how we look at it as the core wound, that is your greatest lesson in life. And that if you can learn the lesson, of your life, then you will ultimately be able to teach it. You will be able to make a, your life around it in some way. I never, you know, we look at it like a career gate. We look at it as something that your life will be built upon is the, the lesson that you learned through this particular energy, this particular theme. So understanding how you look at this particular gate the shadows that have come up for you, is pro it's probably going to be one of your stronger shadows to overcome. Um, and, and that's what Mars can represent for us. Mars can represent a lot of, um, a lot of power and it can be, there can be a bit of sexual energy with this too. Um, a lot of personal transformation though, no matter how you look at Mars. Um, then we come to Jupiter. Jupiter, now Jupiter looks like male symbol kind of. Um, I always think of Austin Powers when I think of, when I see the Jupiter symbol, but Jupiter is, is very much about, um, expansion, prosperity, uh, luck, abundance, wealth, all of those wonderful things. Jupiter really represents that. Um, so it can be very inspirational. The energy of your Jupiter gate is going to hold some sort of key to what ultimately will help bring you prosperity, help bring you 
wealth, abundance, and all of those things. Although we try not to think about this in purely material ways, but how ultimately the the great expansion in your life. And th- but this is about Jupiter is definitely of of all of them tied to the material wealth. Um, this is also your your conscious Jupiter in Gene Keys represents your your is your pearl sphere. Um, so in the pearl sequence, it all com- culminates with that conscious Jupiter Jupiter pearl sphere. Sorry, I'm tripping over my words here a little bit. Um, then we have Saturn. So as we go down, we're getting further and further away from the sun. That's really what we're seeing happen as we go down this list of glyphs. Um, so as you're looking at your chart, if you're looking at it, we're, we're moving further and further away from the sun all the way until we get to Pluto. And now we're at Saturn. And Saturn represents an area where we maybe need to have more discipline. Um, again, lessons can be here, can, can be found in the Saturn gate. Um, weaknesses to be worked through. Where do you need to be disciplined? Where would, where do you need to, or where might a lesson of discipline be coming in? Or where do you need to be, what, what do you need to strengthen? These can all be ways of looking at the Saturn gate in your chart. Now, beyond that, we have Uranus. Uranus, I don't know how you say it. Um, I grew up saying Uranus, um, which got lots of giggles in science class from all the kids when you'd say that. But Uranus, or however you say it, Uranus represents um, your uniqueness, your unique quality. What is your source of individuality? What is your way of, you know, they can call it like your freak flag. Um, What is your ultimate unique energy that you're here to express? Uranus holds a key to that, a clue to what makes you unique. What makes you, what's really going to set you apart, okay? So looking at those gates, you can start to think about it like, how does this somehow represent my uniqueness? How, how does it represent me in my total individual state? How might people react to me in that way? How might people see me through this and see my most standout quality? Um, Neptune. Neptune is next. Now we're, we're, we're almost to the end. And when we get to Neptune, we get to this, like, Neptune's really mysterious. Neptune is, now we're, we're again, as we get further and further away from the sun, these are going to be energies that are much more subtle than, like, the big bang of, like, our sun's energy. So understanding these might be more of an unconscious process than a conscious process. I'll just say that, that when you're contemplating Neptune, you're really probably going to see it more in behavior and in the past than you are in like, oh, I see how I do that every day. Um, And really experimenting with this is the best way to try. But Neptune holds like a spiritual, um, it's very, it's very mystical, Neptune. And it's really about maybe the spiritual work that we have to do. Um, It can represent, um, they say that it's very much an energy that we inherit from our grandmothers is is found in the Neptune, in in our Neptune um, themes. Uh, Dreams, illusion, imagination, all all of these like kind of very mystical ways um, uh, are, are really found in our Neptune gate and in the Neptune energy. Um, it can be, you know, I always think of like psychedelics, um, that, that Neptune can kind of be sort of like our little psychedelic trip in this, in this life. Um, and then we're down at Pluto. Pluto 
I think the easiest way, so some of the themes is like, I, I, I always say like within the darkness, we find the light, we find the truth with Pluto. So when you're contemplating Pluto or you're noticing it, this is going to be a very deep, can be dark, unconscious energy, um, that can represent great transformation. It can represent, um, some destruction and it can represent, um, the truth beneath the surface. So looking at like my Pluto, I always think about like, there is this unconscious transformation taking place. There is this, the way that for me, like looking at my Pluto gate, it's, and it's a lifelong process of, of understanding these and deepening the understanding of these energies and how they play. But for me, when I look at my Pluto gate, and for many of us, it's the same. Pluto unconscious and Pluto conscious are the same because it doesn't move very fast. It stays for a long time. So there can be like a generational pattern with these. So people who are of the same age might have the same Pluto energy just because of, just because of how slowly the planet moves. Um, so if you have a friend that's like, you know, a month born a month before you probably have the same Pluto gates. Um, Pluto is, is a, is about rebirth. And I should also say, just going back to Uranus, Uranus also represents upheaval and, and sometimes instability and big transformation as well. But for an individual, it's about like individual energy, but overall, um, you know, it can cause rebellion. Pluto is a little bit different. Pluto is a different type of, it, it's less of a revolution. It's more of a real transformation and from darkness to light, what is something, what's a big struggle that's kind of like a lifelong process of being reborn and rebirthed in you? And when I look at my Pluto, I, I see this theme of my Pluto gate just sort of playing out. And as I get older and as I age and as I, you know, obviously deepening this work helps to deepen and, and, and accelerate the process a bit of this, I think. Um, I've always done personal work, but I really see this theme of transformation in that particular gate. My relationship to it was far more dark in the beginning of my life. It was a big struggle. It was something that I had to come to terms with the truth of, and in that truth, light shows up. And then it becomes a, a new phase, a new gift. So I hope that this shed some light on the ways that these energies, that these planets can be influencing the very specific energies that are in your chart. So we're obviously looking, when we look at the human design chart, we're looking at you as a quantum being. We're looking at all of this together that's saying, this is how your energy works. This is where you have consistency. This is where you have inconsistency. These are the ways that you're going to experience things in a variable way. These are themes that are going to be coming from you all the time. So we're looking at this, this as in a holistic way when we look at the chart. But when we break it apart into its pieces, we do get some... It, it really starts to help us ask really interesting questions of ourselves to notice things through very specific lenses rather than just the more broad sense. Human design at a regular level is still very, very differentiated, very, very individual, and really detailed. But when we get to looking at the detail of whatever 
combination of the 64 gates you have in your chart and then looking at them and saying, oh, well, that gate, yes, you have it. But it's also, it's in this placement, which makes it this, this is why this is so interesting, or this is why this might be showing up for you in this way. The way that my gate 29 shows up in my unconscious Mars is very different than my, than my gate 64 in my conscious sun. They're very different energies. There's very different themes that, that they represent in my life. One is who I am, and the other represents a great lesson and this continuing theme of battling of one particular shadow. It also represents what I teach and has influenced my brand and how I ultimately show up in this business and show up for all of you on the show and, and beyond for all of my clients in my private containers and my group containers. I am, these themes influence the way that I market. They influence the way that I show up. They influence what I ultimately teach. They influence exactly what I feel deeply empowered to step fully into. These helped me to make decisions like what, what, what particular angle of, of mindset work and personal expansion do I want to focus on? Human design helped me really stand in my power of what I felt called to do. And that's ultimately what we're talking about here. I want you to feel, I want you to use human design to feel really empowered about the things that feel right to you. It can be this tremendous permission slip to be the exceptional being that you are, to put that out in the world with total confidence and power and to trust that you may not get the result that you want, but you'll get the lesson that you need and that each step that you take in your power leads you to your ultimate destiny or whatever it is that you are here to bring out in this world. So I hope that this episode helped shed some light on that, helped to bring this in some specific focus for you. And I would love to know what you think of it. So please, if you loved this episode, share it on Instagram, take a little screenshot of, of the episode in your player, put it on your Instagram stories, tag me. I'm at Nicole Lano official on Instagram. Let me know what you thought of this episode, or please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this show, because that is how, how we get ranked better. Um, and, and we get the word out. So other people who are thinking about listening to the show can hear from you what you found so impactful. So we would love to hear from you. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and go out there and be unshakable. Everyone. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.